The following program is sponsored by Channel Mom Media. The show made for moms and families. It's Channel Mom. My name is Jenny, and I'm a mom, but I once lived a more glamorous life as a TV reporter. I was on the nightly news interviewing pop stars and politicians. So when I left TV to become a full-time mother, I quickly found out what we moms are up against. Our world glorifies the rich and famous. For what? I say let's honor the moms who are raising this world's next generation. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Hey, welcome to Channel Mom. It's your show, Mom. We are truly here for moms like you, even when the rest of the media is not. And and certainly there's media out there that cares about motherhood, but not a lot of it. And that is why we created Channel Mom, because we know there are moms all over the world who need to be reminded how important they are and the role that they serve as mother, that really the world's depending on you to raise the next generation well. So this is the place you come to get encouragement and advice, and I hope we can do that for you today. I've got something really cool that I think is very timely and I think is going to help a lot of moms as they struggle with this end-of-summer rush and the beginning of the school year. You know, as as summer winds down and and school draws near, I know a lot of moms struggle with that transition. First of all, they're trying to jam everything into the end of summer. I'm guilty. I'm doing that currently. And then uh, they're trying to prepare their kids for school and spend all that money and and so on and so forth, even if you're homeschooling. Uh, Either way, I want to be helpful to you today. We've got a very useful back-to-school show set up all for you, including two positive principles for this back-to-school season and probably a couple extras because our guest is good that way. And, 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 of course, we're talking about whether you send your kids to public school, private school, or you homeschool them. It's all going to work. Uh, you're going to learn how to turn off the fault finding and find your kids' potential, meaning what they're made to do. Plus, I've got a special guest in the house today, my little Miss Georgia Grace. She doesn't like me to call you that, her that. She's my 13-year-old daughter. I have a 17-year-old son, 13-year-old daughter. When I started the show, I was just telling the guest that Georgia was about seven, just seven going on eight. And you've been with Mama doing this for six years, right? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Profound answer. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for being on the show. So as we go through this transition and we try to jam everything into summer and mom gets really sentimental and I don't want you to go back to school and all of that, how do you view this time of year? Um, I just try not to think about it until I have to. It, w- try not to think about what? School. Oh, but you like school. Not really. <laughs> That's changed in the last year. No, you always think that I like school. And then I'm like, no, mom, I don't like school. And you're like, oh, my, you love school. (laughs) Okay. All right. Well, you used to when you were in elementary school, you loved it. Okay. We're going to, we're going to do something really quick and then we're going to get to our guest. I have a new feature I like to call mom memes on the radio because we do memes for you. And I found our opening music. Probably should eventually get permission from her, but she's been on the show. She's a good friend, Anita Renfro, who sings the mom song. So here's our open for Mom Me.
Thank you, Anita, for that intro to Mom Memes on the Radio. I'm sure Carol enjoyed that. Fellow <laughs> Texan, I believe. Uh, here's my mom meme. It's really simple, and it's a reminder for myself as well today, too. Breathe, and you will see better. And I mean that sincerely. On, on a bad day or a difficult day or a stressful day, if I just slow down, of course, we all breathe all the time. But if you do the big breath, the in and out, it slows everything down. Breath is from God. Uh, and I just feel like it resets. It resets uh, and our perspective, uh, our viewpoint, uh, our stress level, all of it. So I'm just recommending that you just take a big breath today several times if you need to, to reset, and you will see better. You will see things better. Okay. Our friend, Carol Ladd, is known as the positive lady. You wait till you hear her. You'll know what I'm talking about. Carol brings a powerful message of encouragement to moms raising the next generation. Carol is the best-selling author of over 30 books, including Thrive, Don't Simply Survive, and The Power of a Positive Mom. She's going to help you with all kinds of positivity today. She's a frequent guest on radio and television, and she's been here often. I thought I'd bring Carol on to offer some of her best advice to moms for this time of year. Welcome to Channel Mom, Carol. Oh, thank you, Jenny. It's always great to be with you. I'm thrilled. Uh, I'm gl- I'm thrilled to have you, truly. Okay, I have a sentimental mom question to start off. And, and I'm going to ask it, and then I'm going to explain what I mean. I want you to help me and all the other moms who get uh, sad this time of year when their kids go back to school. I'm one of those moms who gets truly sad when the house is going to be empty and my kids are gone and they go back to school because I do a lot of my work out of the home. I love being a mother. It's not perfect, especially with teenagers, but, but I miss them when they go. And so I think, how can I do this differently this year? How can I be positive? I know, Carol, I know there are some moms that love it when their kids go back to school, uh, <laughs> but I'm not one of them. So, so can you kind of maybe run the gamut? How should we have a positive attitude, whether we're happy about getting them out of the house or whether we're sad about getting them out of the house. Well, I, you know, we love our kids so much, and that's the reason why we kind of had that little pain in our, our hearts when they go back and we're not with them. But the wonderful thing is is we can just place ourselves in their shoes and think that this is good for them. They are getting back in the routine of things, and they are getting to see their friends, and they are getting to learn again, and this is exciting for them. So, in other words, it's getting our eyes off of ourselves and, and what our sadness is and turning our eyes to think about, but what about how God is going to work in their life this year. This is so exciting. They're growing up, and God has a great plan for them through this next school year, and I can't wait to see what it is. You're right. So turning that focus to them and what God is going to do through them this next year can totally open a horizon of, wow, this is going to be great. And um, for some of those uh, moms who have kids who are not excited about going back to school, maybe like Georgia, you know, not, not excited about going back to school, those are, those are also important times to be able to say, but let's think about what God has for you this year. Maybe there's a new friendship. Yeah. Maybe there's something new that you're going to learn and you're going to realize, oh, this is what I want to do in life. And so there's so many possibilities that every school year offers. And we can either look at it with enthusiasm or we can look at it with 
drudgery. Yeah. <laughs> so we have to choose that That's viewpoint. Good. And so, so I love it that you say it's a time to step back and not be selfish because that does get me over myself and my mom's sadness to say, oh, but what about my kids? This isn't about me. This is about what they can go do and learn and see and become. And so I love that. And I also love your great advice for the kids, too, because we don't want to be bummed out when they walk in that school door. All kinds of great things could happen for them this year. So Absolutely. we need we need to remind them of that. So so we've only got about four minutes left in this segment. So I want to get to at least one more thing before I promise folks that in the next segment, you're going to have an Olympic tie in to the Olympics. That's that's very timely. Um, we're going to talk about the enemy of positivity. And I've made that up myself, but I'm sure you can guide us. And uh, also, uh, I, you're going to give some very practical tips about how mom can reset her mind to be positive. But before I do that, one of the tips in your book, The Power of a Positive Mom, is that we can choose daily to be positive by the words we use. And and literally, in the middle of the day, we can just choose it. And you say that. It's that simple. It's just a choice. I'm going to be more positive than negative today. Or I'm going to be positive, period. So you tell a beautiful story about how positive Im- words impact children. Can you tell me the story in about three minutes of the, the student that was in a teacher's class, and then he went off to Vietnam and unfortunately lost his life fighting for our country? Uh, can you tell us that story? Oh, it's a powerful story. When this uh, seventh grade math teacher uh, was teaching class and she really, the kids weren't getting it. And so she told the kids, okay, everybody put up your math book, get out a piece of paper and write down. I want you to write down every person's name in this classroom. And then I want you to write down the nicest thing you can think about each person in this classroom. Well, she noticed that the kids really took on the assignment. They really thought about it. She noticed that their attitudes were a little more jovial, and that's always the way it is. When we are lifting up others, we always feel more jovial when we're thinking about others. But here she took up that assignment, and this was before computers. She took up that assignment from those kids, and that weekend she painstakingly put uh, blank pieces of paper out, and she put each child's name on a blank piece of paper and then wrote all the kind things that were said about that child so that on Monday morning she was able to hand back that piece of paper filled with all the things that the students, the other students had said about them. And so they walk into class, they get these pieces of paper, and she saw the the smiles. She saw some kids saying, wow, I never knew anybody noticed, you know. And, and, And so she could see the thrill on kids' faces. But not much was said about the assignment days later, but years later, that same teacher was invited to the funeral of one of those students. And as you said earlier, it was the untimely death of one of the students in that class. And as she was at the funeral, the parents pulled her over and they said, we need to show you something that was found on our son when he was killed in Vietnam. And they pulled out a crumpled up piece of paper And the teacher recognized it immediately as the assignment from that day. But the cool thing is, is that other students from that class overheard the exchange and joined into the conversation. And one of them said, mine's in my top dress drawer at home. (sighs) Another said, mine's in my wedding album. (sighs) And then another sheepishly began to pull out his wallet and said, mine's right here. Oh, my goodness. The teacher had to cry when she heard that. She thought words are so powerful and make such a lasting impact on these kids. 
Absolutely. And Carol, I, I mean, both Georgia and I teared up when you were telling that story because unbelievable that a soldier upon dying in Vietnam mm. had that note of positive words from his classmates that a teacher had the foresight to create on mm-hmm. him because those words meant that much to him. In your book, you have a quote that William James says that we, we all need to be appreciated. Every single one of us craves it. And so I love that you're going to help moms be positive today. I want to tell folks when we're coming back with Carol Ladd, the author of The Power of a Positive Mom, and she's got a revised and updated version, and she's written a lot of other books. She's going to help us to be positive about the end of summer and the upcoming school year for ourselves and our kids. Stay tuned. Jenny from Channel Mom. And if you're a mom, I know that you give your all for your kids. But sometimes it feels like no one even notices what you do. That's why we aim to give back to moms like you through Channel Mom outreach, coffees, and awards. First, our outreach helps moms with marital struggles, parenting issues, depression, and more with help from our amazing partners like Mops and Love and Respect. We also love to reward moms with our One Amazing Mom Award and a grant for single homeless moms. So go to ChannelMom.com to connect with our outreach or simply attend one of our channel mom coffees for inspiration and encouragement finally we want to give moms like you the opportunity to be celebrated at our upcoming neon moms 5k i'd love to have you join me for our fun glow-in-the-dark event with special giveaways please let us support you mom as you support us at the neon moms 5k run walk stroll at clement park in littleton on october 7th at 5 30 p.m just sign up on channelmom.com or through our facebook event page It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Hey, welcome back to Channel Mom. We're here for you today. We really want to help you as you set out and and face the end of summer, which a lot of people get sad about, and the beginning of the school year, uh, whether you are sending your kids off to school or you're homeschooling. I want to help you to have the right mindset, a, a positive attitude. And I know that's a cliche. But but our friend Carol Ladd, who wrote The Power of the Positive of a Positive Mom, uh, has great practical advice that you can apply. You'll get better and better at it over the years. So we welcome Carol back to the show. Welcome back, Carol. Thank you, Jenny. Glad to be back. Good. And we want uh, to start right out. I want you to um, we we want to touch on two positive principles. I told folks that you were going to do that for the school year. Two things that we can do both for ourselves to have a positive. Uh, you know, feeling about the end of summer and the beginning of the school year and to help our kids. So so two things that uh, you call apples of gold and then also finding our kids' potential. Can you ta- tell us about those things? Yes. Well, apples of gold, of course, is just uh, the power of our words to recognize that our words have power. But we want to be guarded when we are talking to our kids and not just give this insincere flattery or praise. Yes. In fact, studies now show the importance of being specific and not just doing a general praise to our kids, but rather encouraging them with sincerity and encouraging them on the effort that they are making and not so much just the results. 
So um, what we want to do is really look at what what kind of effort are our kids making in school? Are they really studying hard? We want to praise them on that and encourage them. It's funny, the word encourage means to give strength, and the root word cur is the Latin word heart. So really encouragement is giving strength to the heart, and we want to use our words as a tool to give strength to the heart of our kids, and we want to do it specifically specifically and sincerely as they get ready for the school year. Yeah, I want to interject one quick thing. We've had a guest on, the author of a book called Top Dog, Ashley Merriman, and she does talk about it's better to say, I'm I'm proud of how hard you're working or I see how late you stayed up to to finish that paper because you wanted to do well, things like that, instead of good job, buddy, good job, darling, or what we need to be specific and especially about their work. It's good for them to hear that they see that they've got a work effort applied rather than just leaning on talents maybe in a lazy way. Does that make sense? Exactly. In fact, if you can just remember E-E, encourage effort, encourage effort. That is really, that will take them far throughout the year. If you can give strength to their heart by encouraging their effort as they move forward and as you see them using their gifts and talents that God's given them. Yeah. And then number two, positive principle. Yes, well, helping them reach their potential. And, you know, that kind of builds off of the the first principle of encouraging effort. We need to be able to see them and to see each of our kids as individuals, not not comparing them with other people, but seeing them as an individual and seeing the unique gifts that God has equipped them with and and mentioning them and helping them, helping our kids see those unique gifts in themselves. And so mentioning that often, oh, honey, I see such a kindness in you. Or, oh, I'm so proud of the way you run so fast. I'm just amazed at that. Or, oh, gosh, I've noticed how hard you work at reading. I'm really proud of the way you read and read and persevere. And so, so just discovering what is unique with your child and seizing the opportunity to build them up on that. And then also in helping them reach their potential, we we need to be looking for ways for them to use those giftedness, use those areas of giftedness. And uh, so if we see that our child is a great runner, then be thinking about, well, where could they use that? Well, maybe the soccer field would be a good place. Maybe if the school offers track, you know, maybe we can do that. But um, looking at their giftedness and then seizing opportunities to help them build on that giftedness. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Um, and I've tried to do that with my kids over the years, partly with help from you. But um, you say that the Olympic swimmer from a while back, but it, we are in the Olympics, so I thought I'd use the quote. Summer Sanders said, champions are raised, not born. And she gives such credit to her parents for being there to encourage her and empower her and speak positively to her, but not kind of uh, syrupy, but to to really be practical in the way that they gave her self-confidence. And so uh, I appreciate that, especially in this Olympic season. Mamas, know that your words and the way in which you're helping your child find potential can make an Olympic champion or the next president or whatever it is. So, So I'm so appreciative of that. What, Carol... I'm thinking about how I talk to my teens now. Um, Georgia Grace, would you say that I'm a little less encouraging and a little more likely to find faults now that you guys are teenagers? Yes or no? Um, with Otis, yes. 
she she said with Otis, which is her brother. Um, and and yes, I'm very quick to find faults in my 17 year old son. And so my my question to you is, if a mom finds herself in a stage, and and for me it's teenagedom with my son in particular where they're constantly seeing the things they're doing wrong. Now, my son's an excellent student. He does a lot of things right, but he's got a messy room, and he talks back, and, you know, some other things that I really don't like. And I'm much more quick to point those out um, than his positives. How can a mom make a decision midday to change her language? How does she do that? Well, she has to be thinking differently, and that means stop getting off that track that you're running in your mind the over and over again. He just never cleans his room. Oh, he always throws on his laundry. Oh, he never does this. And and, and we do this sometimes with our husbands as well, so let's, yeah. let's also be thinking about that too. But thinking, sometimes we just get in a rut in our minds, and we stay in that rut. So we have to deliberately choose to think differently and what that means is we have to intentionally find something that we can appreciate about that individual and then we need to be thinking on that and we need to verbalize what we do appreciate about that individual so that we're not just constantly stuck in the rut of just oh he never and if you and, and here's how you know you're in a rut if you are constantly saying he never or he always uh. or she always or she never so um that that that's a big sign that you're in a rut and you're just thinking along those negative patterns so what we want to do is to 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 start deliberately thinking what can they do what have they been doing because everybody has negative traits but everybody also has a few positive traits and sometimes we have to work hard to find those yeah but we have to choose to turn now of course that doesn't mean we ignore areas where we need to discipline or where we need to um, set boundaries, and certainly we need to do that and 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 make things make boundaries clear, make make even the punishment clear. Right. But then we need to move on and not be a nag, but rather say, this is the boundary. If you cross over it, then this is what's going to happen, and then move on and just look at what's positive in your child yeah. or in your husband. I love it. Okay, in the last three minutes, first of all, I just want to say out there, because since I said I was going to bring it up, I do think one of the enemies of your precious positivity, because you're so positive, Carol, and I love you for it, and you've already helped me with the upcoming school year, is comparison. So when Mm. we compare our child to somebody else, or when we compare our life to somebody else, whatever it is, that can be the thing that pulls us into being negative instead of positive. So I just want to tell mamas that. Georgia, I don't don't know, has anything occurred to you? (laughs) She's got the big eyes. Has anything occurred to you that you want to ask Miss Carol as you the school year about how you can be more positive yourself or with other other kids or with your teacher do you have any questions about that um i was actually going to ask a question for moms oh okay ask a question for moms i love it okay um so if a mom is dreading the school year um what would you say is the number one like universal thing that moms can find to be positive about Great. I love it. What's the number one universal thing a mom can find to be positive about when she's feeling sad? You've got about 90 seconds to answer that. Mm-hmm. 
I think that the, seeing a smile, just enjoying your child's smile can be one thing to be positive about. Yeah. And so uh, you have to give, the, give a smile as a mom. Give that smile to your child and watch them smile back, and that will make your day. It just makes your day when you see your kid uh, uh, smile and, and uh, just have, have a little joy, a little perk, a little laugh in their life. Yeah, try so, that. Yeah, just to try to smile. I, I should do that on the day they're leaving. So I'm going to smile big. And, and it's not about me. It's about, about being positive with my child. So, so I do love it. Carol, I want to make sure we get to engage parenting. Um, you, you not only have written a plethora of books, you're an incredible author, and you're such an encourager as the positive lady, but you're also doing engaged parenting. Tell folks how to find your books and how to invi- find engaged parenting and what you're doing there. Yes, well, my books can be found on, on my website, carolladd.com. That's K-A-R-O-L-L-A-D-D. But um, then Engage is a uh, positive parenting initiative that I started to reach parents in impoverished communities. And uh, what we do is we bring it in a discussion-style format where we, we discuss parenting and we empower the parents. It's incredible. We're seeing transformed lives through this process. And uh, it's it's very warm and relationship building, and it's it's beautiful. So to find out more about that, you would go to engageparenting.com, engageparenting.com. But all of that can be found on my website as well. So you could just go to carolad.com, and you'll it, it'll lead you to Engage Parenting as well. So um, it's okay. a beautiful thing, and 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 it's lovely to reach into the lives of those that you normally maybe are, are not touching on a day-to-day basis to build relationships with women and men who are who are uh, in impoverished areas who, who need encouragement they do. They and do. need hope. Yeah. Carol, you're a blessing. Thank you for helping me to be more positive about the end of the summer and the school year and, and all the other mamas, too. God bless you. Have a beautiful day. Thank you, Jenny. Keep up the great work. Thank you, dear. Bye-bye. Okay, Bye-bye. there it is. I hope that helped you with the upcoming school year. And, you know, you can help us. We, we do all kinds of things. We reach out. We recently gave an award to a mom graduating from a homeless shelter. We speak in prisons. Uh, we do all kinds of outreach, and we give mom awards for best moms and so on and so forth. Moms need encouragement. They need hope. They need help at all levels. So please go to channelmom.com. Become one of our partners. Help us out uh, at channelmom.com. Donate today. I'd be so grateful for that. God bless you. Have a beautiful weekend. Thanks, Georgia. Thanks, Don. If you enjoy what you hear on Channel Mom Radio, and if you believe the media should be doing more to support moms and encourage families, then why don't you come alongside the efforts of Channel Mom? We'd like to offer you our partner package today. We'll send you a Channel Mom's Best Tips for Moms, as well as a beautiful bling t-shirt when you sign up to be a partnering monthly donor at ChannelMom.com. We live in a world that demeans the importance of moms and belittles the value of family. Research shows the family is breaking down in America. But Channel Mom aims to stop the family breakdown, starting with the moms. We depend on our donors to help us, to put this show on the air, and to do outreach for mothers on the ground, supporting them in their parenting, marriages, addiction issues, and more. So become a Channel Mom partner today and be a part of the change you want to see for mothers and families. Just go to ChannelMom.com and click on Give to CM and you'll see our donate button there. From the moms at Channel Mom, thank you. And may God bless each mom and her family.